You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. It's a Sunday evening. I think, Charlie, we are all tired waiting to go to work on Monday. Um, <laughs> we are trying to record another episode. Um, so, yeah, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. You already know my voice is Komo, and I have a guest with me today in the studio. I'll let him introduce himself to the listeners quickly. I'm Yawaban, a young politician, a part-time farmer, Bisa. <laughs> wow, that's a very short, that's a very short introduction. If you don't know, Yao Aban is um, a rising politician. I think he's known in the interwebs um, quite a lot um, for um, running a Young Patriots account. Can, right, let me introduce myself properly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I mean, you so can be the founder of Twitter, Patriot, the social media accounts or membership where MPP members, young Patriots, sign up voluntarily to promote the good work of the government, that's the MPP government. So, yeah, I founded it in 2020 after the elections, and that's been good so far. Other government staff, other government staff, I wouldn't be able to mention, right? Right, I understand. Can we ask them, can I find out the motivation for this? Like, what made you decide that, okay, I'm going to set up, like, an account that would be specifically for young people who are interested in Okay, politics? so, during the election, I realized a lot of the information on election, politics, were being consumed on social media. Per my observation. Right. So, I decided right. to, instead of, it was actually a group of 10, 9 or 10 or so. So, uh, afterwards, you get uh, DMs. Yeah, well, I would like to join. I would like to volunteer for the party. I would like to do this. I would like to do this. So, I decided to, all right, that's right, a good idea right, if you want right, to right. do something for the party. Why not? So, after the election, the election was really, really okay. busy for me. It was really hectic. There was a time mm-hmm. uh, I was collapsed in the office. And it wasn't easy. But those DMs were coming, so I wanted the election to actually the pressure to go down so that I can bring all those guys on board mm-hmm. and see how it goes. So around, I think, right. January after the election, I responded to the DMs. I made them aware it's a volunteer group. They joined. So basically, the idea is to promote the government. Social media is everything right now. Because people pay their phones, they are on their phones in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. The youth don't watch news all the time. Right. So maybe, right. uh, maybe evening news or something. But in the afternoon, they are on their phones. In the morning, they are on their phone. So I realized that is the platform right. where you can actually protect the government that is in my, uh, my small corner. How I can use that platform to mm-hmm. practice. This is what the government is doing. This is what the government is doing. 
That's why I think, and my people think, you should be bound for our Facebook, your team, blah, blah, blah. So, the platform itself of social media, Twitter, is a very big platform. A tweet can make and unmake you. Twitter is very powerful. So, and you know how Twitter mm-hmm. conversation that it goes on. Twitter conversation can go right, yeah. on for even a month, two, three months. Unlike Facebook, which is with, like in silos. It's a, a conversation dies off right. a few minutes or hours. But Twitter goes on, refreshing. Right. So, the whole idea is projecting the government on social media. I thought I wouldn't wait right. election time before it starts now, breaking mm-hmm. the age or the MPP getting another four years to make it to so start right after the election of 2020. Yes, that was right, right, right. So, right, interesting. All right, so from from the from the little we've heard. I think our listeners will know that you are a very political yeah, but person. But for the, for for the conversation, for the topic, <laughs> this is my soul. But for the topic is... Yeah, 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 I know. I for know. the topic, the neutrality. I definitely. I just... Right. I just, I just wanted to find out the motivation right. behind that. Because, um, Charlie, I'm not going to... I'm not going to lie. Being a political... Um, person in this country or supporting a political party in this country sometimes it's, it's hard, hard for you people sometimes. I don't want to go into that sometimes I know right right that yes. that's not what this yes. podcast is for but it's good that um, you realize the um the the, the powerful nature of yes. social media as an internet tool and and what it can actually do to help um, shape how a party is being perceived I guess what we are also doing here kind of like us up to those things, but we are not going to get into details. Um, we'll quickly get into the episode, our first segment, which is what be your mind. Um, so if you are listening, last week we talked about the African um, free continental trade area <coughs> with Virgil. Virgil is supposed to be here, but he couldn't because he has something else to do. Um, but then we had a short episode on what's afterwards <clears throat> talked about what um, the potential is for africa because for Virgil, he was also very interested in that and um, we had a short conversation so today we brought aban over here because aban is in government and is actually very personally also passionate about the after program and um, being um, an initiative that was started by this government um, which belongs to the political party he belongs to, I felt the need for him to come and then come and give us more inside information about um, after and how it could benefit us as a whole. So, um, Avan, do you have any comments to make about um, the last episode? I'm trying yeah, to listen. I um, but then I jotted something down. I didn't like when he said, mm-hmm. um, yeah, making noise about this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That word was often being used by right. the guy. Yeah. It wasn't good. You see, uh, the youth, we have to own this after. We have to own it. It's mm-hmm. not for it's not for the good ups, the politicians. You see, you see the, the at the agreement at the meeting, you see old old people, right? Yes. Right. In Rwanda, Kigali, you saw old politicians, but it doesn't belong to them. It belongs to us. Mm-hmm belongs to the youth. This is our future. Me, I call it 
our last shot. By that time, I told you, this is okay. our last shot. So yeah. I wasn't okay right. when they are making, like, we used to say they are making noise about this. It's not noise. But if you don't get this right, you are dead. You are dead. So, okay, if you don't get this right, you are dead. Stuff. Wow. And then <laughs> he also talked about, I think, the tariffs, which I enjoyed it. Right. Uh, we got to the 90% tariffs of for traders mm-hmm. in the sub region. Okay, I enjoy, enjoy the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just that I, I wanted the, the, the passion of it. Like, just be optimistic of, right. of, of the argument of the trade. It's not a noise. Right. Right, it took the Europeans right. fifty right. years. European Union it took them fifty years before they can actually, like, they can actually benefit from the whole European Union. The unit, the union, you see itself, right? Mm-hmm. It, they they started. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the infrastructure. They didn't have the all, a lot of challenges after going to go through, right? You know, but then. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they decided to start from somewhere. Well, Kelly said it. He said in an interview on Joy, right. he said it to the Europeans 50 years to get this right. And we can, we can, we can also. And this is the agenda 2063, bro. This agenda 2063 oh, right. is not something we just, we just took off and it's going to happen. It's not a noise. It's into the future. Right. This is right. into the future. This must be mm-hmm. owned by the youth. This is our soul. I like right. conversation that uh, a bit optimistic. The, pe- the person expresses a, some form of mm-hmm. some form of joy, and at least that at least together we can make this no doubts and stuff. Right. The Europeans went through hell before right. this European Union became a success. Right, so let's let's observation and right thank you thank you thank you so for you it's about the optimism um it's good that you yeah it's good that you pointed out that this is not a mid to short-term project but it's a long-term project um thank you for your observations i'm sure Virgil will listen and i'm knowing Virgil, he would um, engage you guys so that you guys can also talk more because um, he's also very interested, yes, um, be, in, be interested. in after, uh, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, actually, again, when we release this episode, um, fortunately for for me, I think that City published um, an article the same day we released the episode. Um, and the article um, stated that the African World Trade Network which is AWTN, has partnered, has partnered with AFTA. It actually came out, the, the article actually came out the same day we released the episode. So it was kind of good because we had talked about it. So like this, yeah. but I read the article, but for our users that didn't read the article, can you explain what this partnership is going to do for um, AFTA and probably African World Trade? Okay. Um... So AW uh, Africa World Trade Organization, right? Trade Net, uh, yeah. Network. Network. Right. Or network, right? So they partnered uh, after on three uh, on three agreements that they are going to one um, organize forums, give platforms to 
the traders within the sub region to help them equip them how to trade and those kind of stuff and second to help after implement it goes and then the third one is to make sure that whatever is, in, is within the agreement they will support their path that they are supposed to play they will do to right. make it a uh, full right, right. it fully so i think it's a good initiative right. though there's there's no um monetary commitment or that sort of or or, or, or it's trying to see they are more of training and then partner with after mm-hmm. to see to, to ensure that their objectives are met how they can also contribute to that their objectives are met um this question this question was sort of like sideways virgil a bit on on the thing that he said that you didn't like <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but 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 you know there are agencies that are pushing um, um after right actually before we get into that this is this will be some questions like apart from um, the ghana exports promotion agency or something which i think we talked on the last episode yeah are there any other agencies that are like helping um after to like push 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 the agenda do you know of any other the agencies trade, apart from ministry. right Actually, the trade ministry even have a secretariat within the ministry supports in the after. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you have uh, GIPC, Ghana uh, mm-hmm. Investment. Ghana Investment Promotion. No, recently they had a spark up. Right. I was on that program. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard. So I think yeah. in Ghana, these are the two major organs who are going to mm-hmm. get. The, the agreement when it comes to Ghana, like position Ghana well, so that we can benefit, mm-hmm. we can reap the, the benefit that we want to reap from the agreement. So, right. JPC, the trade ministry itself, they yeah, are standing in front of the agreement to make sure that Ghana benefits. So, if you look at trade ministry like this, they have um, one d one f You see, this this is why the conversation is interesting. And some experts believe countries like Ghana and Nigeria and the big, big guys are going to benefit. And if you ask me, mm-hmm. the countries who are going to benefit fully, Ghana should be at number one. Right, mm-hmm. bro? Because mm-hmm. if you look at some of the projects that uh, government is rolling out, one day, one day, plant people put in jobs, it's our group. And if you look into the agreement, some of some of the things they want to push you to support agro-based product. And then you have the manufacturing of the manufacturing the say um, Nissan is here uh, in the trade ministry, uh, Nissan, VW, other automobile companies are in. Yeah, um, so other automobile companies, right? So we have to all actually support and make this happen. So that's the trade ministry side. The GIPC, they also promote investment, foreign di- uh, direct investment into their country. And other countries outside Ghana are also foreign countries. 
So this opens an opportunity right. for Jack uh, to promote its its goals, its objective, what uh, like attract investment into the country, from Nigeria, from South Africa, which okay. is an opportunity for the center for the investment center to attract more investment. So I think Ghana stands stand a chance of benefiting hugely, immensely. In fact, Ghana stands a chance of benefiting immensely. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and um, right back on this, um, Ghana standing a better chance. Um, I mean, this is this is things that we've always said. We always position ourselves, and Ghana stands a better chance. And most of the times, we are disappointed, and then it goes one way or the other, and then something comes up five years later, or like, let's say another political party comes and slashes everything in my party. They plenty. And all of those things. Right. My question is, what makes AFTA special? What's, what makes it different from the EU or the ECOWAS? Because all of these things too are formed with the same intention um, to increase and um, sort of like unify us in terms of trade, and, and, and finances and all of this but then years down the line we don't hear anything right so over the years africa has realized they've tried all other means all other means to progress and they've realized right. uh, people it, it just happened they talked about the clerical work goes on the paperwork the implementation which that have they themselves the leadership they've realized that we've tried this so because it begins from incremental organization of african union to other models to block mm-hmm. economic uh the block uh west africa economic and we have the east african there's block block economic like plenty plenty stuff so they've realized that this is this this is our last opportunity to grow this economy, to grow this continent, to position this continent. But then what makes it special is they realize that we are many. We are not trading among ourselves. We are able to cut timbers from the forest, drive it down to the ports and the spots. It doesn't even make sense. So why don't we trade among ourselves? Why don't you combine our resources? We have the people. Why don't we say things that we are going to move out of Africa? We are going to maintain them here. We are going to, if I'm, if this country is supposed to export this to Europe, why not somewhere in Africa? So that there will be the proper flights will be will be kept, right? So they realize that the need to trade among ourselves is the conversation. Yes, right. they need to trade among ourselves. That's what makes this special. And you realize that um, in Rwanda, 2018, when they were signing right. their agreements, right. almost all the countries signed up. Mm-hmm. There's there's three things. The conversation started in 2015 in Addis Ababa, and then 2018 in Rwanda. That's where the signing went on. You could see that all the countries were willing to sign up. It makes it special, right? right. They sign up. They're signing up in 2018 in Rwanda. And then the ratification, after you sign up, you agree. Then you are asked to go back to your country, ratify it, 
let your people accept it. That's true parliament, right? Parliament represent the people. So it was doing right. the ratification. Then about 22 sign up, they got their ratification. Then they joined the membership. So I think we've all realized the leadership of the African countries have realized that, guys, we tried this, didn't. We've tried this, didn't. We've done this, we've done this bilateral agreement, multilateral agreement. They've, they know that we must trade among ourselves. That's what makes it special. And the conversation around the globe, like around within Africa, you you hear most of the experts saying, we need to keep the raw materials here, add value to them, export it among ourselves. Even if not among ourselves, we have to add value to it before we export it outside Africa. They've realized, all of them have realized that the old way of doing things is not working. That's what makes this special. And what makes it special is this is for trade. This is trade, not like other, let's come together and form United Africa. This this is actually about trade. Yes. What makes it special is you realize you have the potential. You have the people, you have the resources. Look, we are even, the land itself is, 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 is even easy. It should be easy to travel within Africa. But that's not the case. So they realize it's a big opportunity. We have to sell, buy among ourselves in order to grow. So they set 2063 as agenda 2063. As, as, as the long term goal, to work towards it, that period, they expect that after will be the, the springboard to push Africa to that limit, to that end. The conversation, the talk, 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 meeting, um, summits, they themselves have realized we have to trade among ourselves, we have to buy, we have to allow movements of people, we have to allow. Movement of trade, goods, services, they've realized so that's what made it special. Are there programs going on? Are there like factories being built up? I like for Ghana, I know that the government is doing um industries, but like for the for the general after community in Africa, can you tell us whether probably they've taken upon themselves to like do certain things that would make sure that raw materials are not the only things that we are able to trade amongst ourselves, but then we can trade in more things that are higher up the chain. I don't know if you get my question. So, you said, um, uh, this where competitive advantage plays, where Ghana, right. Ghana is endowed, Coco, Ghana is second, the uh, global, the second export in Coco in the world, right? So, mm-hmm. South Africa is not a major producer of cocoa. So, right. you have chocolate factories in South Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So, this way the competitive advantage plays. Instead of exporting those cocoa outside Ghana, you can export it to South Africa to feed their cocoa uh, chocolate factories. They are factories in Africa, but right. you know most of them are owned by the foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So to say in other parts of Africa, do you have um, setups, the factories available to add value to the raw material? Well, there is. But most of them are owned by the forest. Right. So there's the need to right. there's the need to uh, um, this is this is too early, and then I think <laughs> we will get there. Where oh, are you saying that? Yeah, are you saying that we are jumping? We are, no, the we are not. Like, we are not. It's yeah. you know if if right. if, okay. if all African countries are to industrialize before we start the free trade, we, we will never get there. Yes. It's not going to happen, so, right? There are few right. factories right. around, but you know, they are for foreigners. And not not all of them. Some are for the local people. The local people who own the factories. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, we have local people who own the factories. Ibangi Mahama. Right. That's the cement factory, right? They're competing with other right. gas right. and mm-hmm. so there are local factories around. Right. Jump on it. But most of them are foreign. Right. So, right. Right. So I yes, think, yes, so you know, I think right. uh, going forward, um, mm-hmm. companies or uh, businessmen themselves will realize that we have to this after after is going to give an opportunity to us. We have to create factories to receive this cocoa bean from Ghana, process it, export it, chocolate, or, right. or other countries will also right. say, okay, coffee can come from maybe. Um, Senegal can set up a factory, right. take take consignment from Senegal, process it, export it. So it's in progress. I think people get to know that mm-hmm. I can get raw material from Ghana, I can get raw material from Egypt. I can just setting up the businesses, the factories. They will, they will, they will come up, but now they are factories. Right. But <laughs> most of them export their raw materials even. Some of our uh, uh, yeah. retail shop, the but uh, uh, multinational retail shop, like ShopRite and stuff. ShopRite in Ghana, they export some of their fruits and vegetables from South Africa. It has to meet some standard. Mm-hmm. So I think right. the, 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 the business community in, in Africa has to take the challenge that we are going to take. We are going to take advantage of after the free trade area. We are going to we are going to diversify our investment. We are going to change where we we, we import our raw materials from. If if, uh, if Ghana is right. able to export cocoa to South Africa, ninety percent of time, why should I import it from somewhere else? Maybe from Brazil or you can just get consignment from Ghana, process it in South Africa. Somewhere else in Zimbabwe, somewhere else in um, Benin, spots it outside Europe, outside Africa, or within Africa. So I think mm-hmm. the, the African businessmen should take advantage of the agreement. I know going forward, there will right. be factories coming up. It all goes down to socialization, trying to. That's why we have to own this up. But to setting up a right. factory, it has to be in line with us. Okay, if I set up a factory, I can export raw material from Ghana, from Togo, from Benin, 90% type of 
it will be interesting. The important part of all of this is the human capital. Um, it's a fact that Africa has the highest population of like youth um, in in the world, or probably if not the first or the second, I'm sure. I'm not really sure, but it's one of one of the two, right after China. And these young people grow are essentially the human capital of now and the next generation. And um, with the way the world has become a, a, a global village, you don't necessarily compete in your country. Um, I dare say in any job that you find yourself, you are competing with the world. Um, what is the agenda for um, after in terms of human capital, in terms of um, moving people, in terms of movement of people for jobs? Okay, so um, human uh, free movement is key. And I think it shouldn't be right. just on paper. Uh, the leadership, the secretariat must ensure that whatever is on paper, that people are able to, we young graduates are able to, to move from one country to another to see for opportunities, it should be implemented to the latter. So uh, right. we, we are going to give our opinions, but the masters of the game must ensure that they implement those, those parts of the agreement to the latter. And okay, so free movement is part of that agreement. It's part of that agreement. Yeah. Right. So within Africa, Africa yes, not within West Africa. Africa, within Africa, not yes, West Africa. Africa. Right. So okay. Great. People should be able to right. move. With, and 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 the, and the previous episode, um, I think the uh, uh, the speaker uh, talked about the French countries being very strict when it comes to your documentation. It's very true. Yes, it's very. Right. They are very right. strict when it comes to their documentation. So, what 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 is the secretary going to do to at least limit those stress where people have to move in and out of their countries within Africa, move out, come in? So, the masters of the game, the secretary, the leadership, they must ensure that this is followed to the latter. You know, and other countries also right. have um, uh, bilateral agreements with. Uh, maybe their neighbor or other countries within the region. So maybe in Ghana, you can move free from Ghana to Togo. You cannot you cannot go further from Togo, and then further from right. Nigeria. As we right. speak, the borders are closed, right? And there's there's pressure yeah, on the government yeah. to uh, to open the border. So, there are countries, even before that, there were instances where Nigeria and Ghana had some uh, trade disputes where their borders were closed. They said they are not going to allow uh, Ghanaians to sell their items in Nigeria. I think the items yeah. were, were blocked at the border. They were not able to move until some negotiation and discussion, dialogue went on before. So, you have even individual countries and uh, neighbors moving freely is, is a problem right they think ghana is also saying if you're a nigerian you cannot come into ghana and engage in retail business it's um, discourage people to move from one country to the other yes so if you're a nigerian and you want to trade which you know you cannot you don't want to nigerians wouldn't do the wholesale they want to do the retail 
So if they get to know, Ghana right. is not going to allow me to engage in with the, such a person who will be discouraged to move into Ghana, right? Uh-huh. So there should be some flexibility somewhere. There should be um, people who can actually move. And here is the case, make um, free movement also comes with a price. Some experts believe uh, extremists will take advantage of it, right? Yes. Right. Uh, bad guys will take advantage of it. So means, yes. Yeah. It means then the security yes. component yes. also comes. So if you are right. if if, if right. you are the president of a country and you've heard is they bring you analysis, this is what if you are going to move with this, what you're going to you'll be careful a bit, or you would like to revise your decision, right? So there's there's positive and negative attached to everything. Once you let people move in, really, bad guys also try to (laughs) to try to take advantage of the system, right? But it depends on uh, maybe the border guys, uh, the officials at the border, showing that the rights people who are come to trade are able to move freely. The, the, the masters of the game, the secretary, the, the, the leadership, they should ensure that that aspect of the agreement is, is, is implemented fully to the latter. So that people can move, people right. who want to trade can move freely within the region. And then make sure we have competent right. uh, border officials who can screen the wrong guys from the bad guys, the, the good guys from the bad guys. Yeah. So that we have the right guy mm. moving freely, engaging in their, their trading activities. On on top of all of this, it's just you've clarified to us that free movement and possible job creation is also in the agenda of after. So right. that's a good thing for, for us. 2064, I know most of us will still be here. So then we might um, 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 enjoy some of these opportunities that may come up after it's still in its early stages but i as i said earlier on when i was starting this um when i was preparing this podcast and the previous one was just to let everybody know what this was about and the possibilities these things stand to give even though at some point these things happen and they go off so you are kind of like doubting if it will happen or will not happen and all of that but then well as he said, it's our it's last, last shot at um, growing as an African country. I, I would like to touch on a few. So, in in, in the area of uh, job creation, I think this is where right. the graduate has to take advantage of it. If there's a job ad- right. advertisement somewhere in Nigeria, somewhere in Benin, or in Togo. Some of the African countries need nurses, uh, health professionals. Uh, we are here exporting um, health professionals to Europe, other countries who need it. You can you can take advantage of of these opportunities, right? Countries within Africa who need nurses, doctors. There are some countries they are they are short of doctors. They don't have the means. Ghana have well-trained nurses and doctors. So as a graduate, you can check the opportunities outside Africa, outside Ghana, then you, 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 you take advantage. 
Vegas. I'm going to observe the job creation. Yes, yeah, so as I said, thank you for coming on the episode. But before we go, let me just cool us down. We've had like a serious topic, but let me just cool us down. How do you deal with people coming at you <laughs> on your account when, when, when they don't agree with you or something? You know how violent it can get really bad. And <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't follow you, but I cannot have seen your um, tweets spark up on my timelines. I'm sure maybe me go have attacked it before and I didn't know. I don't know, but maybe. Um, how do you deal with that? Especially because yeah. you are, you, are, you belong to a political party. You know, everybody has their biases or their assumptions about some of the things you do. How do you deal with that? I, before think that you I, I have been saying, as a politician, you have to cook your emotions and eat it. <laughs> yes. Wow. That sounds like something yeah. the devil would say. Yeah. Wow. You have to cook. Okay. You're an emotionless no, man. Wow. You have to okay. cook your emotions and eat it. Right? If, if you're not right. emotionally mature, you cannot go into politics. That's why. Yes. Right. And, and, and it's what you say. It's what you say. It's what you say. The criticism, you get it all the time. So for me, mm-hmm. sometimes there are some guys who they've decided that no. They will come and worry you. <laughs> they will come and worry you. They will come and disturb you. Right. Sometimes, right. I don't mind. I want it only get to the extreme for me to mute you. Or mm-hmm. the last point is to block. When you come with insult, I can take all right. the critics, any of them. But is yeah, yes, disrespectful. I yeah. will either mute you right. or block you. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Right. But as I said, as a politician, right. you have to cook your emotions and eat it. If, if, your emotions are, <laughs> if your emotions are high, you can't. A politician, you said, right. you said, if you are not able right. to take your, your uh, critics, you are not able to be tolerant with critics, you can't. You can't do anything. So my man said, as a politician, you cook and your emotions and eat them yes. like a <laughs> You have to eat it. You can't be too emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. a politician. Yes, which I'm actually very appreciative of you just coming on. I mean, I just hit you up on DMs and you were like, yeah, uh, let's do this. Um, and uh, um, this is Free Your Mind. Um, it's been another good episode. We'll see you guys next two weeks. It's a wrap. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. to last not to carry last.